welcome to Group Dates and Hot Takes. I'm Sampy. I'm Christy. Let's talk about Married at First Sight. Well, Christy, it's a little hard to believe that we are now 15 weeks into this season of Married at First Sight. It feels like only yesterday that we saw these beautiful couples for the first time as they prepared to get married. And here yeah. we are, we're what? Uh, it's a long season. Yeah, but we're, we're less than a week away from decision day. I mean, it's probably going to be another couple episodes. Oh, yeah, I was about to say, <laughs> it's not next week. <laughs> oh, I, oh, I look, I'm aware. I'm aware, but that doesn't change the fact that in the show timeline, we are less than a week away from decision day. And that's pretty exciting. I I'm maybe less optimistic than I once was. But the here we are. Things are falling apart. Oh boy. <laughs> Let's get into it. Which couple should we start with? Uh let's go with Stasha and Nate. Why 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 not? Let's do it. So these two seem to I don't know. It seems like they're moving forward past the experiment, which is a little unusual because you see them going to Stasha's new home. So what do you, what do you mean by the experiment exactly? So like usually I feel like we don't see couples like touring their new home they're going to live in after the eight weeks. Okay, gotcha. So yeah, cur- currently everyone's living in in a neutral place uh so i guess my question for you then is how how do you how do you take that because there there did seem to be some rockiness for them this episode but also you're saying this is a bit out of the ordinary so yeah i mean it seems like they're building for the future it seems like should be it they it seems like at this point at least they're both like yeah this is gonna be a yes so should we talk about stasha's place then yes very nice place very pristine and clean and tidy yeah i guess i guess this is her condo i think but yeah it's very (laughs) I mean, even <laughs> so, when they were in this this place, Nate looks out the like the back door of the place and sees that there's a, a tiny little yard, and Stasha's like, "Oh yeah, I'm gonna pour concrete over that," <laughs> <laughs> because she doesn't want she doesn't want to deal with the maintenance of a yard. <laughs> I mean, I can understand that too. I, I I get that. I I truly do. But it honestly is probably very, very small. So you'd have to do very minimal maintenance on on that, to be honest. I feel like it's just easier psychologically for her to be like, Oh, I'll just pour concrete over it because then then it gets to be perfect all yes, the time. Yes, there's no grass clippings and weeds and. Yeah, but here's the thing, concrete gets dirty. Okay, that's, that's true. You have to you have to power wash it. She'll she'll then... hire someone to do that. I know, but why couldn't she just make <laughs> Nate deal with the yard like he said he would? I don't know. It's just funny to me, uh, the level of of uh, pristine. I mean, that she requires. She wants them to wear socks so the oils from their feet don't get on the carpet, which <laughs> that to me is a bit too far. <laughs> you should be able to walk around bare feet in your own home. The oils. Oh, that's so. That was so funny to me. Yeah, she. Uh, she does definitely likes to keep her castle a certain way. Uh, Nate was commenting on just how white. <laughs> Everything, everything was particularly, yes. and this was sort of a theme for them. 
this episode, but talking about kids and stuff. And he's like, even this pillow is hella white. It was. <laughs> like, it was like Snow White, basically. Yeah, I guess she talked about later how she wanted, like, a white and black theme with splashes of gold. I don't know. It just... <laughs> It did. The house does look nice, though. Yeah, she she knows what she's doing. It's just I personally cannot bring myself to care that much. Yeah, at some point, like you have to be able to live in your house. Like there was not a speck of anything out of place. I mean, I guess she's not actually living there yet, but 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 we still. I mean, we at the the very first time we met Stasha. That was talked about, though, how she does, like, everyone comments that where she lives looks like nobody lives there. You know, where, meanwhile, you know, I have random couch from Costco, random (laughs) dining room table from Habitat for Humanity. Like, (laughs) but everything there is coordinated and, and just perfect in every way. I thought Nate was correct to bring up um, his concerns about when they have kids, like, things are going to get dirty. Like, Stasha seems to think, oh, I'll just, like, clean or I'll keep them from messing things up, getting things dirty, drawing on the walls. I'm just thinking for everything I've heard about kids, that's a (laughs) lot easier said than done. Yeah, kids kids can be... A handful. I mean, it depends what kids you get, but they're, no matter what kind of kid you get, they're going to make a mess. Uh, I never did as a child. <laughs> I never, I never uh, painted or drew on walls. <laughs> I, I was, I was incredibly well behaved. So it can happen. Thank you very much. <laughs> yeah, I guess. It, I know it was it was a little weird some of his objections or some of his problems I felt like maybe he was projecting a little bit from his own experience with with his mom and all of that but there there definitely were some some valid questions there it just seems like as you said Stasha doesn't really see anything changing when you have kids or much changing when yeah that's <laughs> I, I don't think that's that's hard to do hard to have kids and your life is basically the same as before right i mean it's it's it is a fundamental shift and so you do kind of have to recognize that i don't think that i would necessarily go as far as Nate did and it was also a little confusing because when she, when Stasha was talking about it in her interview, she was making it sound like the fun that Nate was talking about was like going out clubbing and drinking and stuff like that. I didn't I didn't really get that from what he was saying that we saw, but I guess maybe that was just additional context. Yeah, we went. They just didn't show it, I guess, because. I mean, it is so true. When you have kids, you can't have any fun anymore. <laughs> it's not true. It just no. makes things makes things a little bit more complicated is all. But she also makes over $400,000 a year. So surely she could afford to hire a nanny and whatnot. So I'm sure that their their lives wouldn't have to change as much as a lot of people who have Potentially kids. Potentially not. Who have kids, but yeah. We also saw them shopping for oh, that was fun. stuff for her house. Um, they looked at a lot of doorknobs and handles. Yeah. Nate, Nate wants to have um, input on the fixtures and stuff but Stasha has a vision doesn't want to relinquish that so what 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 do you think about that dynamic because I I feel like he should just let her design it the way she wants 
She clearly has an eye for this. It's not like she has horrible taste and she's just like throwing crap on the walls that doesn't look right. It's like just just let her just let her have this. <laughs> yeah, part part of me feels very strongly in in that way as well. I just wish that there was and I'm sure there is some way but I just wish there's some way to to at the same time validate him in that way because I feel like for him that is sort of a I want to be involved in part of this and I don't want to just feel like I'm sort of like an interloper in your world and your universe and just 100% playing by your rules you know I want to be I want to be part of this as well I think there's other ways that can happen where like I don't know once he actually moves in he brings his stuff they decorate and arrange stuff the way they both want it yeah but that the decorating and everything like that's part of what they were going through that she wasn't letting him have any sort of input in so i don't know i i i don't know what the solution is there i just think it contributes a bit to his feeling of well like he said later of like oh well like i kind of just feel vulnerable like living in your house like yeah if we break up it's like bye bye nate (laughs) so i don't know but yeah i think it's hard though when she's already built this place it's like ideally he would have been part of like the design and and like choosing stuff from the very beginning but as it is it's a finished place i don't i'm not convinced i'm not convinced this is the place she built i'm not i don't think she's built the place she's building yet well but isn't this the place they're going to live in after yes i just as far as i'm aware may, maybe i'm wrong on this i i just thought that the the one that's getting built hasn't been built yet like it's still land is what i thought maybe maybe i'm wrong well i mean she could be building another place i'm it's i'm just saying this particular place they're going to live in after the experiment is already oh like done like it's already it already exists Correct. It does exist. It's just there's a lot of stuff with within that. So I don't know. It, we're going back and forth here. <laughs> pretty much saying the same thing, which is that at the end of the day, it's kind of like, well, Nate, just like let her have this. This is obviously super important to her to to get things just so. There's just a slight element of like let's also figure out how to make him a little less freaked out about having to just like surrendering like surrender himself to obeying the laws of your universe yeah she's when gonna he have wants to, to be part of that world she's gonna have to you know lighten up a tad let him in a little bit too yeah because i think at the end of the day he just wants some agency as far as the relationship and and all that stuff is concerned and so yeah look i i think they can get there it's just there's 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 always insecurities and past hurt and trauma playing into these things and so it's all it's all part of that process of figuring figuring out how to how to work together so the next thing we see is them going on a hike which didn't seem like much of a hike to me. Something more like just a walk to a bench sort of thing. Well, I think you gotta you gotta start to uh, stash off slow. She's not she's not like the the other lady that's in love with Nate who could hike all day for him. <laughs> I mean, I can relate. <laughs> so they make chips and guac, and then they have the kid discussion again. Mm-hmm. This this whole time was pretty much just. Uh, this episode i mean was just kid time with them yeah nate doesn't think you can have fun 
Uh-huh. Um, he thinks going on vacation for a week with kids doesn't sound fun. Which we've all heard a lot of horror stories about that sort of thing. Yeah, I mean, there's there's always there's always difficulty introduced with that and all, all that stuff. Just these are things that can be worked through and figured out. Like, yeah, I feel like it is hard though when you don't have kids looking in on that. It can be overwhelming. Yeah, especially since Stasha wants to uh, get going on the growing. Pretty soon. Like, immediately. Like, before the show's over. (laughs) (laughs) Well, she is 37, which she keeps saying, so Mm -hmm. time is ticking. Don't forget, I have very few eggs left. Not, not many. Um, yeah, so uh, kind of, I feel like the rest of this was pretty much them just trying to figure out the kid thing and, and just like how on edge he was of, of just like moving into her place. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Fun times. Do you have any more insight? We got a little bit of the GoPro footage from their house. Yeah, that was a little confusing. It sounded like she wants to travel without the kids. Is that what you gathered from that? I'm not positive whether that was her her viewpoint or if like he he was saying that they would have to. And it was a little, it was a little confusing, but I yeah. guess that was just a time when the the film crew wasn't there, so we got yeah. the we got the kitchen footage, <laughs> we got the GoPro. Yeah, and they also talked about his mom, his bio mom was twenty three, his dad was thirty six, and so that factored into, I guess, his viewpoint on this also. Right, and I think that's that's too that's part of what I was saying about him maybe projecting a bit like how I guess his mom wasn't ready to be a mom and I guess this is his biological mom right not his stepmom and so I I guess he since he he has no relationship with her um he just feels like she wasn't ready to have kids and so that whole thing spiraled into you know I guess her leaving and and all of this, which I don't think I don't think he can put that on on Stasha. <laughs> I mean, his mom was what like a twenty three. Um, his dad was thirteen years older than her, so there's a pretty big age gap. And then she she was a a bit young, but like Stasha is thirty seven. Uh, in a bit of a different life and financial situation. Yeah. I mean, she's older than both of them. <laughs> different, different, like uh, emotional maturity level. I'm sure, all of that. So I think there is a certain level of stuff that he just he has to get over in terms of comparing her to to his mom because there really is no no comparison there. No. I still say yes for them. Yeah, me too. Kids can always be a bit of a sticky issue, but I I have a certain amount of faith in them for the moment. Yeah, so yes. Same. I'm going to say yes. Uh, should we talk about Justin and Alexis? Sure, let's do them. Okay. Well... <laughs> We start off fun. Uh, you really call that fun? <laughs> well, compared to everything else that followed. Okay, well, fine. Just say it. Well, Alexis wants to be more freaky. Mm-hmm. 
Yeah, she wants to take a page out of Nate and Stasha's book there. Because they're inspiring everyone. Ah. <laughs> uh, not in that way though like it just (laughs) felt so violating to do that at dinner with other people that was very strange but funny Uh, so justin is going to also work on his stamina and then alexis quips back is there a machine that helps with thrusting (sighs) these two are such oversharers i cannot imagine seeing that on national tv yeah, it, there do seem to be some issues there. Yeah, because like Justin was like in the couples retreat episode, like it went all night, but then Alexis was like, "Oh, it was over too quick." So like, which one was it? I mean, I would guess Alexis. <laughs> Justin, I guess, is an overseller. Well, you know, he doesn't want to. I mean, and that's kind of a. I feel like a fairly common thing in terms of like the guys in particular assign a lot of value to like sexual prowess, Mm -mm. sexual ability. And so I feel like it would be a bit embarrassing for him to be like, yeah, I'll be honest. I was pretty disappointing in bed. (laughs) (laughs) So, yeah, that's 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 so fun. I I still I don't know what's going on with these two. Honestly, there's so much confusion. It, yeah, everything took a turn after this. So he went to go pick up his dog from yeah. the training place. Yeah, Maya's been off off at doggy school. Apparently, she bit another dog while there. So things have not improved and. He has to, or he has chosen to give Maya to his best friend, Chris. Mm-hmm. For the sake of the marriage, he so. will He will do this. Yeah, this is all very depressing, honestly. <laughs> all the sad shots of the dog. Oh, and so much sad music. Forlorning and... Uh-huh, yeah. So, so sad. So... Yep, Chris drives away with the dog, and yeah, it's just a huge bummer. A little bit of a downer. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) And he says, this is my ultimate sacrifice. Uh Alexis had arrived by this point. Well, yeah, because she, so she had been staying away, because I guess he, so he brought Maya back from the dog training facility, and had her for it seemed like maybe like a a day or two while he was waiting for chris to come get her and so during that period alexis was staying at her place because she was afraid of the dog i guess and then she she did go back briefly to like say hi to chris but Mm. yeah what do you think about how he described that? I think, like, I mean, he even said, does that mean anything to you? He wants the the kudos and the recognition of giving the dog up for the marriage, which it's that's kind of a lot to put on someone. I think Alexis kind of echoed that. Where she says, I don't want it to mean everything. Don't want it to be held over my head or thrown in my face. Right. I mean that I feel like that's that's the the biggest thing is it can't be a uh, a recurring theme or or it can't be uh I guess maybe future emotional blackmail. Yeah, that's a good term. In that, like, it it can't be something where later on it's like, wow, I can't believe you would do this. After I gave up uh, yeah, my I, dog yeah, for I, you. I gave up my dog <laughs> for you. Or, or like, if you if you really loved me, you would do this. I mean, I gave up my dog for you. Like, whatever, however, whatever context it came up in, I, I you you can't you can't have that happen. I just also 
I get that it's hard and it's difficult and he's attached to the dog, but I still just, I have a hard time ranking animals with people. Yeah. For for better or worse, in my mind, is like, oh yeah, it makes total sense that if getting rid of the dog to make your marriage work, like, is the thing, you should probably do that. <laughs> now, I think where it gets a little bit more complicated is that Justin, as you said, kind of he he wants. I don't know really how to describe this, but it, it feels like for Justin, he wants it to be this like. I give up the dog, therefore you say yes on decision day. Absolutely, <laughs> he wants validation for that and reassurance. Or this, this, this is what he thinks will give him reassurance. Right. It's just that the the dog isn't the only thing in their marriage. <laughs> no, it was the start of all their marital problems, but it's since evolved into other things too. Right. But I'm also just saying, like, the like there are a lot of components to a relationship and to a marriage. And so even if you're willing to sacrifice in that way for the marriage, like there are a bunch of other factors that have to be considered and and gone through and stuff. And so you can't really just have that be automatic, but he does, he definitely wants it to be automatic because he sees it as a huge thing and he wants her to see it as a huge thing, but I don't think she does. Yeah, definitely not to the extent he does. So that's fun. <laughs> we also, um, I guess Justin was talking. I forget who he was talking with. I think it was Nate actually, and he was telling him, "Yeah, I need affirmation. Like after I've just given up this dog, that she's gonna say yes." And he asked Alexis in a text message. If she's going to say yes on decision day and she kind of deflects and doesn't answer, I guess. And Justin is upset because he thought they were on the same page. So right after and as a result of that now, he's at 90 percent and feels played. Well, at 90 percent. No, yeah, you should. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so. That that is unfortunate. And Alexis is talking with Stasha and recounts this story and is not happy that Justin doesn't know if he'll say yes because of her indecision. Right. Ba- basically, it seems to me that Alexis is concerned that Justin is just uh and, and a way to describe this would be uh in terms of like if my father for example goes to a restaurant with you he cannot make up his dang mind he cannot decide what to eat until you order and decide what to get because for whatever reason he can't make up his mind independently about that <laughs> is impossible and like 85 percent of the time he'll just get the same thing as one of the other people he's with because that's (laughs) that's how it is and that's how i feel like justin is in this circumstance like he's he's reactive yeah he's very reactive and he's he's like waiting to to make his decision based off of her decision versus weighing everything in his own mind and be like okay like this is what's happened so far with us this is how i feel about what's going on and therefore i'm going to make this decision yes or no based on that versus oh i let's see what she does and then i can 
go off of that. He's he's like ruining the mystery of the final decision day, where like <laughs> they both show up and neither one of them supposedly knows what the other one's gonna say. Although I've often thought, surely these couples must have discussed this ahead of time, and it turns out yes. I mean, they do. I mean, they if they're intelligent, they should. Yeah, so you don't get like bamboozled. Well, just the just the fact that I think for me, and this is just how I approach things personally, is like I want to have the conversations about important things, and so if you're on Married at First Sight, like what is basically the most important thing of all? It's like, are we going to continue this thing afterwards? Mm-hmm. <laughs> so yeah, I'm sure they pretty well. I don't know. Most people should talk about it. Now, I'm sure they don't usually show us the talking about that. Right? Yeah, Those I think this is, this is fascinating to me. Um, yeah, I just, uh, it's real tough for me. They continue the, to be hard to watch. It's, I think the hard thing for me is that they do have so much promise it feels like and and have so much chemistry at times and can be seemingly so much on the same page sometimes so they have like really high highs and super low lows yeah they really need to get to the point where there are no cameras around that would probably be a completely different dynamic I I hope so. I mean, I'm very I'm very interested to see what happens after uh, like on decision day but then post decision day because we won't get the we won't get any away from the camera like discussion about that if they say no on decision day, right? They just go their separate way. Yeah. Oh, you better freaking say yes. I need that content. <laughs> Um, there was one little small thing where Nate thinks Alexis is a liar and is leading Justin on. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, Nate doesn't have a very high opinion of Alexis. He didn't have a high opinion of Morgan either. No. I feel like Nate really sees things the way they are. Oh, interesting. So you agree with him. I mean, I don't really disagree with him here. Interesting. So, yes or no on Alexis and Justin. I mean, I gotta, I gotta listen to Justin here say ninety percent no. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm gonna, I'm gonna go with a hundred percent no for now. <laughs> How yeah, about you? it's hard to say yes at this point because they both. I mean, we see later on. With the group dinner that Alexis is currently at a ninety percent yes, <laughs> I know, but uh, the ten percent is really loud for her. This is this is such this is such a uh, classic Justin and Alexis situation. Just Justin's like yeah, I'm just ninety percent no, and Alexis yeah, I'm ninety percent yes. I did think that, uh, and yeah, I I uh, put this with Kristen and Mitch, which is why I didn't talk about it, but we might as well because uh, we also got the, in addition to the workout couple time with Nate and Justin and uh, Alexis and Stasha, we also got, uh, I guess, dinner date with Justin and Alexis and Kristen and Mitch. And I did think it was, very very interesting i i mitch can be insightful but he also like follows it up with that stupid grin that he has and kind of ruins it but i thought this question was was great because after alexis said that she's at 90 percent and that 10 percent is pretty loud sometimes mitch asks justin is 90% good enough for you? And he um, says, no. No. 
I feel like Mitch was trying to that grin you talked about. He's just trying to instigate. He's like, for once, someone else is going to have a, a public discussion that's a little embarrassing. Uh, I mean, maybe. I still, I still stand by the the fact that it, I, I think it was a good question. Yes, yeah, still. I just, man, that's. I, I feel like Justin is acting out a bit here. Like I don't, I just, I don't think he's acting maturely like he's taken a lot of things personally because in his mind x y or z should be mega important like the dog situation that we talked about like in his mind that is so important but he's not taking into account that other people view things differently and so to alexis like that isn't the ultimate sacrifice. Like that's just something you should do for your spouse so your spouse can feel safe. Like and so you there's that disconnect there and it, it just it ends up spiraling. So uh, all that to say I'm I'm not changing my answer. It's still <laughs> Yeah, mine's still no. It's still the same. It's still the same. Oh. Oh, I guess uh, we can do Kristen and Mitch next. Oh boy. Okay. Well. Hmm. <laughs> well, after they get back from the couple's retreat, um, they didn't follow up on this, and I actually thought they were going to. But Mitch mentioned how he really enjoyed the weekend. Like Kristen was in her element again. He really liked this version of Kristen that was like fun and easygoing. And I thought, man, that's life. Isn't always going to be like that. Are you going to be able to handle other sides of Kristen? Yeah. Are you going to be able to handle capitalist <laughs> Kristen? <laughs> uh, hard to tell, but yeah, they never, they kind of just left that hanging, but. So then we learn that Mitch has a conference he'll be going to. He's excited to be the old single Mitch. Yeah, that was uncomfortable for me. Like, why would you say that? You're married now. <laughs> uh, I, I, uh, I don't, I don't know. And how he handled this whole conference was a little weird to me. It was but not great. A little, I mean, like mega weird. <laughs> So we see them do this little Zoom date while he's gone where he reveals he's more social than he's been in years. Uh, <laughs> but he but he does miss her. Oh, I mean. wow. So nice. <laughs> yeah, I'm sure I'm sure he doesn't miss not being around Luna. Oh, and totally. the snoring. But yeah, Kristen couldn't go with him because somebody had to Somebody had to wipe the the wrinkle. <laughs> oh, so disturbing. Uh, but yeah, so I I really I want to hear your thoughts about how this conference went for him. Oh, man, Mitch just doesn't know. Like both when to stop talking and also just like how to behave. <laughs> like wow. normally like yeah because essentially we we got this whole download from mitch because he got back and they immediately went to go surfing yep on their way to the beach Be because surfing at the conference just wasn't enough he needed he <laughs> needed to go again when he got back <laughs> so he apparently is still hung over so Kristen is driving and or was she driving yeah because he had his feet up oh, on that's the dash right. yeah <laughs> very unsafe yes very unsafe uh just quick psa for everybody don't be sitting in all sorts of weird configurations in the car okay you may think it's all fun and games but if you're not sitting properly and you get into an accident you can have all sorts of horrific things happen to you and like terrible like 
bones where they shouldn't be and stuff. Oh, so please don't great. do that. Back to the show. So yeah, he reveals he hit the bar with his coworkers. There was karaoke night. But now he says he's married again and puts his ring back on in the car after Kristen asks. Yeah, so while he was gone for the weekend, he didn't wear his ring. Oh, boy. That was a mistake. He didn't want to be... I guess he didn't want any sort of questions or scrutiny. Didn't want to have to deal with that. But come on. Yeah, I guess his his explanation is that he didn't want to... Basically, that he didn't want it to be this thing that he had to then explain to like his his bosses and his co-workers and everybody just like oh wow oh, but, married at first time oh. so is he then saying he hasn't been wearing his ring at work this whole time <sighs> like this this explanation didn't really make sense to me look i don't i don't know all i know is that mitch was at a a save the world conference with a bunch of smoking hot babes in the hot tub and didn't wear his ring. That's all I know. Nope. She asked, like, were there any cute girls? And he's like, oh, are you jealous? Like, that's not the right well, answer. But also, but also <laughs> yeah, I mean, of course. Like, there, like when, whenever you go surfing, there's tons of smoking babes. Like, in fact, like, I'm basically the only guy. I know. He just kept making it worse. <laughs> he talked about they, they hit up the after party up late. Saving the world is stressful. You got to have some fun. Mm-hmm. According yeah. to him. Yeah, but it sounds like all they did was have fun. <laughs> Without his ring. I mean, he me- he mentioned like 17 different like after party activities. <laughs> was, like in the hot tub, at the bar, at the post bar, <laughs> the pre bar, at the after after hot tub bar, just at all the Man. bars. I'm having a hard time picturing Mitch as a partier. <laughs> I know. I, just, I don't see it. He doesn't strike me as the sort of person who would be sort of loose in a social environment. Yeah, he seems very uptight. I mean, maybe that's maybe that's what all the drinking is for to provide <laughs> the necessary social lubrication. Oh, that's that is awful. Honestly, if he was married to anybody other than Kristen, he would have been kicked out of that car. I know, just, just terrible all around. Uh, so then they do arrive at the beach and go surfing. Mm-hmm. And with with Luna, Luna got to go surfing. Yeah, that was fun. <laughs> uh, ridiculous. It looked fun, though. But also funny. <laughs> so then we have this comment from Mitch where he said he is feeling a wide separation between his old life and now being married. Which, that doesn't seem like a good sign to me. It seems like he is reminiscing and wishing for his old life. Mm, that's an interesting, uh, an interesting observation. Especially after being gone for however long he was, it seems like he really thrived not being married, you know, <laughs> pretending. Yeah, I, I don't know. I, I think there is a certain amount of stuff that he has to let go of and recognize that, like, in a lot of ways, his life is different now and will continue to be different if he says yes on decision day. So, I mean, I I get that. Hopefully that's not the case. I mean, it seemed like he did miss Kristen mm-hmm. to a certain extent while he was gone. I mean, not enough to not go partying, but I also don't, like, I don't know. It just seems like he's not somebody to do that, like, maliciously. It's just he doesn't think about what implications might be. And so that's why he's like, he has no qualms, like, describing in graphic detail to her what happened because it's just like, yeah, this is just how my weekend was. 
<laughs> oh, he has he has some things to learn. <laughs> perhaps, perhaps he does. I mean, I I don't know. I can't imagine what Mitch could have to learn. I mean, he's so perfect in every way. <laughs> I mean, he does seem very reflective on after party once again. Much more likable. <laughs> yeah. I mean, uh, always the question is, is this post-divorce reflection? (laughs) (laughs) Hard to, hard to say. Um, he really, he really likes to make things awkward, though. I mean... I don't know if I can even bring this up on a family-friendly show, but, like, when they were meeting with Justin and Alexis, <laughs> like, talking about his partying and stuff, and he left his ring off. He, like, he just decided to lean into it. And like, I, I guess the awkwardness, and it was like, yeah, all I wore the entire weekend was just Nate's penis ring. <laughs> Uh, you know, just just a step too far. It was very awkward. I think Kristen could not believe. I know her mouth even. like dropped open. Oh boy, that is it's a lot. Well, you I'm have gonna... any? Do you have anything else for them? Nope. Okay. Well, I'm gonna I'm gonna ask you the question. Decision day. It's less than a week away. Can they stay stable enough for six more days? I think they should say no, but I think they might say yes. Ah, uh, you're still, you're still, you still have so much hatred for this couple. Well, for Mitch, you love Kristen. It's not, it's not hatred. It's just, it's just <laughs> not, not a good fit. <laughs> huh. Okay. Well, you're going with yes. I'm, I'm gonna go with yes as well. Why not? <laughs> Oh man, I mean, I kind of, I get, I get where you're coming from, where it seems like, you know, maybe you want Mitch to be alone forever. No, not alone. Just marry someone who has the same <laughs> environmental ideals as you do. Should marry one of those hot babes from the hot town. Exactly. <laughs> or one, or one of your coworkers. Something. Oh my goodness, you, marrying coworkers is weird. All right, well, we have one couple left. Yes, Lindy and Miguel. Oh, boy. I mean, we literally picked back up where we left off last week after that disastrous dodgeball game. (laughs) Well, Miguel does admit that he was annoyed and riled up and wasn't actually that angry. But... He did seem a bit angry to me. <laughs> yeah, well, he, he was—he was definitely a bit angry. Whether he was like rip roaring mad uh, is perhaps a different thing, but yeah, I, I mean, he tries—he tries to kind of walk this back a bit. Tries to make an apology. It's just he keeps like upsetting her and then apologize upset apologize it's the same cycle over and over again and lindy has reached a breaking point Mm-hmm. yeah look she doesn't want she doesn't want to be controlled being controlled is a trigger for her being that she's survived her controlling upbringing so that's just not gonna it's not gonna it's not it's not good for her it's not gonna be a good it's not a good fit being controlled. I just, it, it's so sad to me to see the breakdowns <laughs> when they happen. I mean, they, there was still so much tension when they, when they got back from, yeah, it, nothing from was really weekend. resolved at all. You no, know, they come back and they're like sitting on the, on the couch, still like, you see that tension bubbling under the surface just bloom, 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 waiting for an opportunity uh which will happen shortly <laughs> <laughs> what did you think about their little gym excursion um 
I mean, Lindy's not a fan of working out, but she's there to support and cheer him on. I mean, I didn't have much room at the gym, actually. No, it's just everything broke down immediately following. Oh, yeah, once, once like, her insurance card came? Yeah. Uh-huh. That's fun. Yeah. Yeah. D- talk to me. <laughs> tell, tell me about I this. I mean, at first... <laughs> At first, it seemed like, oh, this is, like, this is good. This is what she asked for from him. She feels cared for. And then says she is open to hyphenating their last names, which that was news to me. I didn't realize that was an option they had talked about. I mean, it's always been that kind of negotiation of, like, what what is Lindy going to accept because she that's a, been a common theme with her, right? Where she she has to like she has to feel she wants to feel comfortable. She wants to feel safe, like all this stuff. Um, it, and so she's sort of had this list of things, but I feel like perhaps that list may not be super static, maybe a little changing. given the argument they have. Yeah, because then it kind of evolves into her doubt, she said, is coming from him because of all of his second guessing. And so then they keep talking about the whole last name thing, and then she's like, well, I mean, I could be happy being Aloe, I think this is what her last name is, forever, and then he's like, well, you can keep it like that then, just... <laughs> real dismissive and I just harsh think, I don't know if it was necessarily dismissive just I don't know I I feel like one of and it's not it's not a weakness necessarily it's just you have to be aware of how that can affect other people I feel like I feel like Miguel is very much an external processor I don't know if you'd agree with that or not but he like responds to this stuff that happens as a way of like processing it. And so there's a, there are a lot of times where he should probably keep that to himself in that specific moment because just putting that out there just serves to trigger her. Yeah. He does process a lot of his doubts externally at least. Right. You know, Which so, isn't helping. Right, and so, like, his his reaction, like, and feeling to her doing all this, it's like, oh, well, okay, I guess you really don't, like, fine, you can, you can keep, you can keep your name if you don't, you, like, you don't want to be part of this sort of deal. Um, So, that's why I say, I don't know if it was as much dismissive as more just defensive and yeah. a, react, a reaction to kind of feeling hurt a little bit there. I just feel like he he can't expect her to be like, yeah, I'll take your last name as he's simultaneously saying stuff earlier. Like, I'm terrified of our issues. Will this even work between us? Like, how is she supposed to go take that step if you're just kind of like on the fence all the time? Exactly. I mean, I, I, I totally agree, which is, but I, what I think is that you have that same exact thing on both sides like wanting different specific things but it's like the like the doubt or the reactions on both sides is causing both of them to be defensive and react in that in that way uh so healthy yeah this just really is not working which is such a shame because they were good for so long yeah, it just seems like they they haven't been able to get over the specific insecurities that they both have and and kind of work through those things as a team. They kind of at least to me have it seems like they've retreated in some ways to their own like separate islands despite like they're still married at this point but 
it seems like they've kind of insulated themselves because they both keep hurting each other and this is where we are where we are now yeah very unfortunate mm-hmm. and then you know as if things weren't bad enough now we like invite friends over while we are still like arguing well, tense they, awkwardness they, they they needed to invite some friends over for dungeons and dragons to blow off steam that's certainly what Lindy did. <laughs> I just this they, we have this whole long scene with the Dungeons and Dragons, like the game board and the story, and I honestly was so confused the whole time. I didn't understand what was happening. I didn't understand how the story related uh, oh. to like the dice and the the crystals and stuff. Uh, it, I just I couldn't I couldn't follow any of it. That's because you're not. A, a Dungeons and Dragons person. Did you understand it? Yeah. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> I'm a nerd, okay? I'm sorry. <laughs> I didn't know you had played before. Um, I mean, just very, very uh, limited capacity. I just, I'm aware of it. Because it just I'm seemed like Miguel was making stuff up. Yeah, that's how it goes. <laughs> That's the whole point. <laughs> Maybe I should stop talking about this game. <laughs> Clearly, I know nothing about it. <laughs> Look, I'm I'm not I'm not trying to pick at you for not understanding it. It's a, it's just it's a specific thing that some people are interested in and some people are not interested in. My observation here was that Lindy is not necessarily the right person to play dungeons and dragons with because uh oh it's very much like a a big part of it is like that role-playing imagination so like you you're you have a character that has different stats and a backstory and so like you're like it's this sort of storytelling going through this imaginary world with your character and having things happen. And that's why you're rolling the dice because, you know, you have to determine what happens in this world at certain circumstances. And it just, from my perspective, it seems like Lindy is not in the right headspace, like as a person, to play Dungeons and Dragons necessarily. I don't think I would be either then from what you're describing. Well, like when I'm talking about about Lindy in particular, like I just, I feel like she maybe can't suspend disbelief. Like we've talked about this before, but like she always like, like laughs at stuff. (laughs) Like her response to stuff is to kind of like laugh because she feels awkward or whatever. And so you you need to have a certain amount of sus- suspending your disbelief because you have to kind of inhabit that world. And I just, I don't think that it's really her speed. Yeah, she looked as confused as I felt. <laughs> I was just like, what is going on? <laughs> well, that, that also was magnified by the fact that she thought that the storyline he chose was supposed to be a a dig or like an analogy of their own relationship well it did kind of sound like it too i mean it it could have been he could it's definitely possible that he took inspiration from that i mean the one of the things with dungeons and dragons and i'm i'm by no means an expert myself but part of it is kind of going going through and so you know the the dm or dungeon master i guess um kind of guides things along and and has an idea of maybe what could happen but everything is influenced by the by the people who are who are actually playing but yeah i mean there 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 were some some similarities perhaps but it's also entirely possible that he was just like, oh, like I can just kind of take these things and make this more generic storyline. But 
we didn't really get to find it out because Lindy couldn't believe in it. <laughs> like yeah, the story. Yeah. You know. A bit of a mismatch there. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So then we had Lindy chatting with her friend. Chatting? Or ranting to her <laughs> friend. <laughs> um, I mean, it was basically just her unloading every emotion from the past weekend from the couple's retreat. I mean, he says she said he doesn't understand the fundamentals of marriage. Which mm. is, Oof. That's... Would That's you rough. would you agree? Um I just maybe more like he doesn't execute the fundamentals of marriage. Okay. At least recently. Okay. So what what do you mean by that? Like he wasn't acting to me like a husband should have acted in the last episode. Like yeah. he might he might understand what to do but it's not being translated into action. I'll, I'll I'll give you that. Yeah, he he uh, he like gets gets in his head a ton, and sort of lets him lets all this stuff loose that ends up kind of punishing Lindy in a lot of ways. When it's like maybe you should have dealt with that internally and figured out how how you're feeling, why you're feeling that way, and instead of coming at her in this very negative way, like this kind of mean way. <laughs> Cause I would say like last episode was pretty mean. Yeah. Instead of doing that, come at it from a more positive direction and be like, Hey, like this is what's going on with me. This is how I'm doing. And, and like, maybe this is a part you're playing in it. Maybe I'm just not doing great. Cause he was saying like, it wasn't a good mental health, weekend for him and so i don't know where that came from he didn't he didn't say where that where that came from specifically so i don't know if it was specific like marriage related or or not but you gotta you gotta approach things from a more positive angle you can't just go and attack attack so i i guess all that to say i do uh agree with you there that at least lately he hasn't been acting in that fashion even though i again i i do think that he knows how he should behave Mm -hmm. so uh yeah i continue to feel bad for lindy because it just seems like she's just been broken down over and over again mm -hmm. and there's only but so much of that someone can take yeah, she is like sobbing again. It's just she's getting to, she's getting to her her breaking point. So I guess after the friends leave, I guess from I was thinking this as Lindy was ranting. Surely the other two people can hear what she's saying, or at least hear that there's like something going on in there, and so it seems like. That was true because Miguel said he was uncomfortable with her ranting. Doesn't want to be made the villain. Yeah, I mean, I think the big the big thing for him was that he was like not happy that she was sort of talking behind his back or like complaining yeah. about him behind his back. Yeah, he was basically saying like if she's venting, it should be to me. But also, I feel like Miguel has put forth the notion that he doesn't want or doesn't right he doesn't handle that and yeah and he has said before kind of that he doesn't really want to deal with that so then like what is she supposed to do like she said i have to let it out somewhere yeah She, she doesn't feel guilty for saying what she said she also says she's been filtering so much when she talks to him which is sad too oh boy this is just going off the rails. Mm-hmm. Well, yes or no? I mean, this is looking like a no at this point. Yeah. They've got one week left to turn it around. <laughs> well, I mean, miracles can happen, but I don't know if miracles can happen for Lindy and Miguel. <sighs> what a shame. Mm-hmm. 
agree with that. That's for sure. They just seem broken, honestly. Yeah, once again, I'm going to say that probably uh, you, with with maybe the exception of Stasha and Nate, though they, they definitely still need it themselves, but like most of these people should have just been in therapy and not on this show. <laughs> I'm going to die on that hill. I just feel like a lot of times <laughs> you don't realize the issues that you might have until you're in a marriage like this or until you're in some sort of situation that brings it out. Right. A- absolutely. Which is why I, I recommend people spend some time actually learning about themselves and uh, maybe even, you know, doing some preemptive therapy before there is a huge issue that comes up so that you can, Gain some emotional tools for your emotional toolbox. Uh, yeah. Uh-huh. So, yeah. Go do therapy, guys. <laughs> <laughs> all of you. Everyone from Married at First Sight, all of our listeners, we're going to go do therapy. Everyone should do therapy. Honestly, f- figure out what's going on in that brain of yours. And figure out how you can live a healthy and happy life honestly oh wow well that that was a heavy ending to this episode oh one last thing i wanted to say about mitch and Kristen. i feel like every time i see footage of them on the show i'm like on eggshells just waiting for Mitch to say oh. something. Oh, oh, absolutely. Just the way their scenes are edited, it's like you're just, okay, well, what, what's about to happen? How is this going to take a negative turn? <laughs> right, like when she was unpacking from the weekend and he's lying on the bed there, I was convinced he was going to say something terrible. Like that's not a good feeling about a couple. <laughs> you're just on pins and needles the whole time. How can people get in contact with us, Christy? You can email us at groupdatespod at gmail.com or follow us on Twitter and Instagram at groupdatespodcast. Mm-hmm. And I won't, I won't go crazy telling you to smash stuff this episode. <laughs> I will behave myself 